Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> I did not want to get out of bed. Oh, well, I didn't want to get out of bed either. I thought it was earlier than what it was, or later than what it was. Yeah, that time rolled back on you. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, whatever. Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and with me always is Randy. What up, Randy? Leaving on a jet plane. Oh, I wish. I did. You did. I, I wish did. I was. Yeah, first time flying out of here since 2007, Yeah, eight, something like that. It had been a minute. So you flew down to Florida. You just got back. Yeah, yeah, I just got back from Florida. My, my farmer's stand's gone. Yeah, it is. I peeled a little. Apparently being in the pool all day, every day, except for uh, when you go to the ocean, you get sunburnt. Yeah. So, yeah, we flew to Florida. And it's a little hotter down there, too. It, well, yeah. So, the sun's a little brighter. <laughs> the whole flight itself was an experience for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I am a large individual. Are you? Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty uh, girthy. Hmm. And I, we, we flew Allegiant because okay. they flew direct. Yep. Straight to Destin. So I'm like, sweet, let's go. So four of us all took the same flight down, and uh, me and my cousin Jay, who is a girthy fellow as well, we decide, well, we'll book together, and, like, he'll take the window, I'll take the aisle, hopefully nobody gets between us. Okay. So on the flight down, the front row was wide open when we booked a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and it's an extra leg room. Sign me up, right? Yeah. So we get our tickets and everything, and then, like, the day before comes, and it says, hey, it's time to check in to your flight. So I checked in on my Mobular app, and uh, I, I didn't get why I had to check in if I already had the ticket and the receipt. I, I don't know what it means. So I, I hit check in, and it was still a flight. So um, we go to the airport. Beth and the boys take me up, and I haven't been through security since, like I said, like, the 2000s, yeah, something yeah. like that. So I'm wearing these, like, I went to DXO, which is a large man's store. Paid way too much for clothes. Got these new shorts that are really nice. Uh, that that made me realize I'm too poor to be fat anymore, so I must lose weight because fat people clothes are expensive. Yeah. And so I get there, and they do the whole, like, take off your shoes, take more your laptop. More material, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's a lot more material. Yeah. <laughs> whole lot more. Uh, take off shoes. Yep. Take everything off. So I kick off my shoes, put them in the, on the belt, whatever, put my bag up there and my laptop, um, out. And then they're like, are you wearing a belt? Now Jay has flown. He, he just flew to Florida a couple months ago. Yeah. He's in gym shorts like these smart man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I got a belt on. Well, we need you to take that take off. It off. Son of a, so I go start pulling my belt off, which takes about 13 minutes. Cause how long it is. Put it in the little tote to go through. And these shorts I bought like extra big so they're extra comfortable. So I have to shuffle sideways into that body scanner thing, right? Holding my shorts because if not, they're going down. And, and you have th- to put your hands over your head. <laughs> they said, all right, hands over your head like that. I said, just the heads up if my drawers drop. <laughs> it's on y'all. And the TSA agent laughed. Something came up on the scan where I they had to check my grundle. Um, so they did the whole like, okay, we're going to have to check your inner thigh. And I said, well, they touched. So good luck. 
So they checked that, and something came up. I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, but the scanner showed something on my forearm. So he's like looking at my forearms. So I, I don't know, but I, I made it through. Get my belt back on. We go to the flight. Get on the plane. Hey, this flight's like not even two thirds full. It's going to be great. All kinds of room. Easy boarding, you know. So of course we're one of the last to board. So before you go further, you had to check in. So the yeah. reason you check in is so that the the flight knows that knows you're, you're there. still there. You're there. You're okay. coming. You're you're checking in. Usually it's twenty four hours. Like you're committing to this flight. Yeah. It's so they know how many people are going to be on the plane. But did they have assigned seats? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you actually when you, when you go online, you can either pick a seat or just say screw it, give me a ticket, and they'll put you somewhere. They'll put you. So with, I'll say with Southwest, you check in, and when you check in, that puts you in a boarding party, A, B, or C. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not assigned seating; it's first come, first serve in that section. Then, well, or so whenever if, you board, if you're in, if you're in, like they'll do, they'll do like family, disabled, and military. Right. Right. All board first. And you just get to pick a seat. And you just go and pick a seat. Then they do group A. Group A gets to then pick a seat. Then group B. Gotcha. Then group B gets to fill in. And then group C. Gets and then left. any remaining dickheads that didn't check in properly or sat around waiting to be the last on the plane, then they get on. Gotcha. So, yeah, I've got my belt back on, which that was a workout in and of itself because usually I put my belt on when my pants are off and then put the pants on and fasten the belt. Yeah. We get on the plane. And the front row, I, I didn't know this, but Jay like looked at him and he goes, yeah, that's what I thought. And I was like, what? And he goes, those armrests don't go up. Oh. I was like, dude, it's fine. It's less than two hour flight. We'll get there. So I sit down in the seat by the window and, uh, I'm I thought you were sit- taking the aisle seat. I'm fully, well, I had the window on the flight down. Okay. So originally, so I sit down and Jay's like, it's not going to work. I said, watch, I'm going to squeeze into this seat. I told the stewardess, I said, go ahead and give me a seatbelt extension. I, I just know I'm going to need that. So I sit down. Like to where I can lift my feet off the ground, but my butt wasn't on the seat. <laughs> I was kind of hovering wow. over the seat lately. So I stood back up and I said, yeah, we're going to have to pick a different aisle. So, of course, the, 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 thankfully, the plane's not even two-thirds full, like I said. So we just moved back a row. I let Jay take the window. I took the aisle. Uh, we put up the armrest. There's about six inches between the two of us. You should have so taken the emergency exit row. You can't. Why? Same thing. It said that if you have to use a seatbelt extension, you oh. can't, and the armrests don't go up on those. Oh, that sucks. Because that was my first thought when I started booking. Yeah, I like taking the bulkhead seat where up from the front row or taking the uh, right. the emergency exit seat if we can get it. But we're never – we used to board – so we always fly southwest. Okay. But now that Harley's older, we can't board family. You can only board family like oh. four or five years and under. Gotcha. So I'm going to have to bring... She's small enough. Say she's five. I'm going to have to bring like a small child. (laughs) Borrow a baby. Cabbage patch kid or something. (laughs) Put it in a stroller. Right. But um, we're never able to get on in time now so that I can grab like a a emergency exit row. Gotcha. And with the kids, I don't think they'll let me take an emergency exit row with the kids. Yeah, that makes sense. But... Well, you put the three of them in another row, and you get the exit row. We've had to do that before. There you go. So, yeah, it was good. I, we got in there, got settled down, got their armrest up, got our seatbelt extensions on, and then we go to take off. Now, again, I've, I've forgotten what it feels like to fly at this point. Not nervous or scared, because every time, the few times I've flown in my life, I've loved it. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people hate it. They hate that, but especially when you go to Rickenbacker. You walk in the doors, you go through security, go up an escal- escalator, and you're at the gates. There's yeah, only two gates. I mean, only. it's tiny. You're just there. 
So um, taking off is like strapping an eight thousand pound or an eight thousand horsepower engine to your crotch. Because mm. you get, I I took ways one day. Yeah. Oh, did you? And <laughs> so I could track the how fast we were going. I think it tops out at 160 before we were ever off the ground, and then it just kind of stays at 160. I feel like that can't be accurate. I don't it's, know. Well, it's based on GPS, so the it uses like the triangular, like you know, your yeah. It it does like a Wi-Fi, mobile, and GPS tracking. So it's the speed on it; it's pretty accurate. But once it hits 160, that's where it kind of levels off. That's where it stops. Because that's just where Waze stops. That's where Waze stops. Gotcha. Like that's. Because I used, I tried to use another um, speedometer app, yeah, and it topped out at like 180. Gotcha. I'm like, cars go faster than that nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, we we get up down the runway and everything's good, you know. Buckle your seatbelts, trays up, getting ready to take off. The stewardess, they they, and ste- it was a guy and a girl, stewardess and steward. I, I don't know the guy. Stewardess flight is. attendants. The flight attendants. Sit down and they're facing us, right? Because their seats fold. Yeah, they're and, in the jump seats. Yeah, there's no. We're in the second row. There's nobody in the front row, so we can see them. And uh, the female, uh, we take off, and all of a sudden the plane does something, and her face looked. It, it, she had this expression coming across her face, of that's not normal. <laughs> and the guy kind of like looked at her, and she just had this like shocked look in her face, and I was just thinking, this is it. I'm going to die before I ever leave. Ohio. Here's like, final final destination. Yeah, this is it. We're done. Uh, but we get going, take off, and you know, there the flight was great. Uh, aside from the fact that I'm too large, we hit a little bit of turbulence, which you know, you hear the ding, and everybody buckles their seatbelt if they don't have it or whatever. And I'm just sitting there riding this out like this, just kind of. And I look to the left of me, and Jay's kind of doing this, and I look to the right, and there's a skinny middle aged woman by herself, and she's just sitting there normal. Me and Jay are just like this. Which people can't see. But right, you're, you're there, jiggling like a bowl of jelly. Exactly. I'm sitting there looking down, thinking, hearing Bill, Bill Cosby's voice in my head trying to sell me some jello. Mm, pudding. Mm. <laughs> just, and I start giggling, and the lady looks at me, and I look at her, and I'm just laughing because I'm looking at my belly jiggling. <laughs> she has no clue what's so funny. Um, but yeah, it, I tell you what, you know, if I could do anything, I think I would love to design my own plane. Oh yeah, yeah, because like. Not because I think it'd be cool to design a plane. I just think it'd be cool to design something that would be comfortable to ride in. Not just first class, because the Legion don't have that anyway. You, you have that land yacht you just exactly. bought, See, that's the thing. I was literally sitting in here with my knees touching. Like, I'm splayed out like this with a chair between my crotch, basically. Well, you can move the ottoman. And, no, or you can put I your mean lo- in the plane. Oh. Like, my knees are touching. I'm, like, splayed out. And my knee's almost touching Jay's knees because he's splayed out. We're sitting there like we're about to give birth to the life preserver under our seats. That they said were there, but I couldn't see them. Um, and I'm thinking, I bought a 78 Lincoln because it's really fun to drive and it's really comfortable. I wonder what it'd be like if we designed planes like they did land yachts back in the 70s. So picture like the same rows, right? Right. But instead of three seats, you get two wide seats. Well, the, see, the thing is they're trying to cram as many people as they I, can. Yeah, I know. They don't care about. But here's the thing. So, so you're going to lose one-third of the seats. That's one-third of the price. I'll pay one-third more. I wouldn't. I would. I would not. Well, you're skinny. You it doesn't matter. I still wouldn't. I, I still wouldn't. Plus, Allegiant's like half price of all the other ones anyway. Depending on where you're going. But they only so, do like two-hour flight intervals. Yeah, and they I only fly they, like Thursdays and Sundays or something. Yeah, they don't fly very but often. imagine if you had the option to fly from Rickenbacker to Destin and for still less than the price of a Southwest or a United. How much was the, how much was the, the, the flight to, from here to Destin? 
I'd have to look at 120 up. bucks. Something no one way. It was probably 120. All said and done, it's probably about 100. I think it was like 110, 120. All said and done, like taxes, fees, all that. One way. Yeah, one way. One way. Yeah. So, so I paid. I paid under 300 round trip. Right, which is a good price. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay a third more for a two hour flight. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I would. Well, I know you would. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there going, man, if I had my Lincoln seat in here, and I'm just jiggling away with the turbulence, how much more comfortable would that be? It'd be Especially a lot more if you could stretch out. So I want I want a plane that has wide, cushioned seats where I can stretch out a little. Like remove a couple rows. You want crushed velour? Base them out. Yeah, that'd be great. Probably probably need to do leather. Better to clean. Apparently, you you need to be on. Uh, what's the hell? Hell, what's that movie? It was an airplane movie with Snoop Dogg. Shit. I don't know. Snakes on a plane? No, that's Samuel L. Jackson. That was another black guy? Yeah, I know. That's playfully racist. <laughs> I'm but, sitting there. But but it, imagine if I do have first class, everybody gets their own couch. One couch per side of the aisle. Soul plane. Soul plane, yes. I haven't seen it. Soul plane. That'd be great. You'd have crush velour. That plane Fine. would be sitting on C-H-R-O-M-E. It'd have hundred-spoke Dayton's. Dance. <laughs> I just pictured smoked wheels, smoked, spoked wheels on a plane. That's right. That's what you would have. That's what that. I imagine that's what your plane would be like. That'd be awesome. It'd be seventies pimp. It'd be disco, air ride. You wouldn't even have a, like you'd literally hydraulics. walk out on the tarmac and just step into it, and then once everybody's in, it just lifts up. Hydraulics. Yeah, that shit would bounce down the hot down the <laughs> going down the runway. Just bam, bam. Uh, yeah. It, no, it was. It was. It, it was just fun, the whole experience, because I'm laughing at myself basically the whole time. And, uh, you know, I, once we get going, I see people, like, immediately, as soon as we're in the air and the, the seatbelt light goes off, somebody goes to the bathroom. Oh, of course. Well, the bathroom here is there's one in front and one in back. Yeah. I didn't know there was one in front until somebody went into it. Yeah, there's always one front one back. So. And if you're on uh, bigger planes, you. sometimes they have two floors on the planes, and there's six bathrooms. Jeez, baller. Right. Shows you how often I fly. That's those are like super international flights. Like, yeah, like the twelve-hour flights, uh, like the twenty-hour flight to screw that Australia. Screw that. So yeah, the the you know somebody goes to use the bathroom, middle-aged guy, whatever, blah blah. Well, then towards the end, I, and the whole time people are coming and going from the bathroom, and I'm seeing them squeeze into this thing. People mm-hmm. your size. Oh, it's the bathroom like tiny. Yeah, and I'm going. I, I bet my foot don't even fit in the freaking floor of that thing no the the bathrooms are about the size of my kitchen pantry i can't imagine if i'd have to go take a shart in that bathroom i think i just have to pull drop trial. i don't think they would let you I, they'd be I, afraid it'd weigh the play down that, that's probably well if it's in me it's in me it's still the same weight right i don't know maybe up there when we're flying they can just dump in and hit somebody's head in alabama or something as we fly like over joe dirt right <laughs> that's a piece it's of corn a boeing bomb um but I was going, man, if I had to, I think I'd just have to, like, drop trow and just hope for the best from there. I don't think there's any sitting down. So. I don't think there's any wiping anything. I, I look at the, the I plane. I think it's a spray and, and pray kind of situation. No, no. I look at the plane bathroom like you look at a bus. Like, if you've ever been on a Greyhound bus. I grew up on a bus, but we built the bus and well, built the bathroom. But the, yeah, a private bus is different than. I have not been on I, a Greyhound a, bus since. An, an RV. Eighth grade. While traveling. Like you don't shit, yeah, in a port in in a traveling bathroom like that. Right, that's just rule number one. No fly. Plus, zone. it's courtesy for everybody else, so you don't kill them. Right, that's, your, and that's the other thing I'm saying. Stank on you. If somebody just drops one, 
Like now, I farted on a plane. Yes, because <laughs> no one knows where it comes from. Right. It's like an elevator. It's awesome. It's just it's just a tubular shaped elevator. Yeah. It just permeates the cabin until the air filtration system <laughs> takes care of it for me. That they decompressorize decompressorize depressurize the cabin just to get rid of the smell. Yeah. Everybody's like dying. The oxygen masks drop. But yeah, and then then what got me was like right towards the end of the flight, where you know you feel the flight start to descend, mm-hmm. and the the captain's like, you know, hey, we're about 118 miles out, slowly descending. It'll we'll be, be there like in five and a half seconds. Yeah, <laughs> we're, just, we're. Um, so it starts going down. They do the buckle your seatbelt crap. Well, then somebody again, I, I'm facing forward. Somebody comes past me, heading towards the bathroom as we're descending, as we're hitting turbulence. Of course, this lady's got to be 147 years old. I'm pretty sure she she may have been around for the signing Declaration of Independence. One of the oldest ladies I've seen in a long time. And every time there's a little, you know, the plane's shaking, I'm jiggling like jello, and she's holding on to each seat, taking a step at a time. And I'm like, this poor lady has to go to the bathroom, and it's not a good situation. So her husband's behind her, and he's helping her. And I'm just like, please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall. She gets to the bathroom okay, gets the door shut. So I'm like, good, she made it. Well, then we start descending. And the husband goes and sits in like one of the seats in the first row. And we're going down, we're going down. And I'm sitting here with one. Five minutes has passed. She still ain't out. Ten minutes has passed. She still ain't out. Fifteen minutes has passed. We're about to be on the ground in like seven minutes. She still ain't out. And at this point, the flight attendants are taking notice. Like They're knocking like, ma'am. And I'm going, oh, Oh, she died. She died in there. This is it. She flushed herself down the she, toilet. <laughs> she she was tiny too, dude. She could probably. It would have surprised me. The yeah. Suction on them toilets. And <laughs> you hit I, you, when you hit the the lever to flush toilet. Yeah. It goes, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So thankfully, I, and I'm talking minutes before we we landed, she comes out and makes her way back down the aisle. But I thought for sure, I was like, I'm oh. surprised the flight attendant make her sit right there in the front row. I no, they had a good. I, I mean. I may be off on my time. It may have been it, 10 well, minutes e- before we landed, but e- still, e- the seatbelt light was on. And you could tell they felt bad because she's coming up the aisle, and it's their job to say, hey, you need to sit down and buckle in. Yeah. But she's like 100 years old. Bitch, get your Depends. Like, yeah, listen, you can change yourself once you get. They make portable underwear. Oh, man. But I, yeah, I thought for sure. Adults. So we, we made it, though. There was a screaming baby right towards the end. Uh, Didn't even bother me, though. It wasn't I, bad. It was only for a couple. It was probably less than 60 seconds. And it was like a young baby because I saw him bored. Um, but I was so happy to be going on a vacation, even though it was like only a couple days, yeah. that I was like, hey, at least it ain't my kids screaming. Like, I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to try and calm it down. Right. I didn't care. I just – so we got lucky with the girls when we would fly. I don't think either one of the girls actually threw a fit ever while we were on the plane. But people you, – when you get on a plane with a baby, people look at you. Oh, yeah. You get the, the and then when you get off the plane and the baby doesn't do anything, the entire flight, people are like, "You have the best child." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it's called Benadryl." I was gonna say, "Thanks, we use Nyquil." <laughs> That's a, we we put this baby to sleep. Now we never had to give the kids Benadryl or anything, but they luckily never had any issues with flying, and now they they love to fly. They're like, can we can we fly to Florida? Yeah. I'm like, eh, probably, because I'm not driving that 18-hour <laughs> drive again. That was awful. Yeah, so so the plane landed. Everything was good. My hips are killing me at this point because I haven't shifted for two hours. Yeah. I, I can't. Um, so as soon as we're able to, I stand up. Plane's not even two-thirds full. It's not like one of those things where you have to wait on other people. Everybody just kind of stood up at the same time pretty much. Yeah. 
And uh, we, like I said, we're in row two. There's only one guy, young guy, in row one, and he was on the other side of the plane. So I stand up, get down there, I start stretching. I'm kind of hurting. I grab my bag from the overhead thing and uh, get ready to, you know, leave the plane. So I'm standing there talking with Jay, and, and our buddies are a few rows back from us. We're all just kind of talking, and they go to open the door. And I told the young guy who was in row one, hey, you can go first. He goes, I go ahead. I'm in no hurry. And this kid was like 19, maybe 20, and I was like, all right. So they open the door, and I step out thinking I'm going to be in one of those tunnel things. No, it's just a ramp leading down to the tarmac. Oh. So we land, open the door, and he says, you go first. Now, my hips have been killing me for two hours. And I am now in charge of leading <laughs> the party off this plane. And you know how fast I move anyway. Yeah. So I step out on this rickety metal ramp thing and start waddling like a penguin, belly shaking like jello. Was it a ramp or was it stairs? No, it was a ramp. Damn. So I'm like, bup, 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 and the whole thing's kind of shaking with each step <laughs> all the way down. 82 degree heat hit me right in the face. Mm. I got halfway down the ramp and told my, like, Jay was behind me. And then our friends were a few people back. I said, let's go back to Ohio. Too hot. So, yeah, and I'm like everybody, the whole plane, right behind me, waddling like a penguin the whole way in. <laughs> God, I was hoping you fell. No, I didn't fall. I was hoping it was steps. I thought about you it. took your first step and just, just ate like, it. No, but I, my thought was I started, again, I started kind of giggling to myself because I was like, if I go down, I'm going to roll to the end of this ramp, ping, roll down the other because it kind of zigzagged three times. Yeah. It's <laughs> like so I'm just going to be like, and just be there. I, I picture myself kind of like Chris Farley when he rolls down the hill and, uh, Black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> just laying there <laughs> flat on my back. Get up. All my craps everywhere. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fun. It was just funny the whole time I'm sitting here going like, I'm too fat for this. Wish I had my Lincoln. Should have drove my Lincoln down. Jello. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a good time, man. We got there Thursday, got settled in the house, uh, did a shot and went in the pool. Nice. And we stayed there until dark. Okay. And then Friday we got up, same thing, got in the pool until the Buckeyes played. Buckeyes played, it was 11 down there. Yeah. And uh, then back in the pool. And we did the beach each day. We were down there, which was cool. I just picture, like, that old 1980s rap group, the Fat Boys. Mm, Jello. Just, like, walking down the walking down the beach, arm in arm. That's Big. pretty much how it was. I have a bunch of videos on my phone I still haven't even watched, so... Oh. Well, I'm glad you had a good vacation. It was it was very nice. It so. was nice here until about this week, and then it really started. The temperature really started to dive. Yeah, I heard it's supposed the, to get nice next week again for one last hurrah. And end of next week is going to be up in the 60s, but like it has just been like today is super windy. So for those listeners, November one, it's super windy, very windy, and I hate windy days because it sounds like there's gremlins on the outside of my house beating on it <laughs> so and i'm just i'm looking forward to at least one more couple of days of nice weather nice weather so i can try to go out and fish before i start really getting into hunting yeah it was supposed to rain pretty much the whole time we were down there and it only rained hard it only rained period saturday well, it rains almost every day down there and you it just don't get yeah. it um well where we were at it was supposed to rain but we only got it Saturday morning and through the game. And once the game was over, like Sun was out, it was perfect for yeah. us because we're all Buckeye fans. We're all watching it. Um, watched them beat up on Nebraska, and then we were back in the pool. It's just the water was way colder. 
Uh, I had left my sandals out. We walked to the beach and walked back and left them out by the pool all yeah. night, and then they got rained on all day. Um, so, yeah, good times. Nice. I, I enjoyed it. Kristen and GW and some of the others stayed longer than Jay and I did, and uh, I guess uh, they actually went to a different place because this house we only had through Sunday. Um, so they got another, like, older condo close to the beach, and it was like they had a balcony. It was one of those, like, Two-story houses? No, not a house. It was like a condo building. Oh. Kind of like a hotel, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like an apartment building. Yeah, yeah. So they were all staying there. It was like a two- or three-bedroom. And GW's on the beach and down in the water and swimming. And Chris was like posting on her Facebook. Well, I guess when he came out of the water, somebody that was on the balcony above them found out they were below you, like came down and talked to him. And it was like, yeah, we were watching. There was a shark swimming like right around you. Awesome. He was like, well, why did you not yell down to me then? <laughs> Didn't want to freak you out. Yeah, so. Uh, but as far as I know, he has all his appendages. It was a good trip. I honestly, I don't think I could live there through the summer, but it was great this time of year. It's not really not that bad down there during the <sighs> summer. But you don't like hot weather anyway. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, we, when we were down there, it was like 78 to 82, which was perfect for me. I bet you if you and lost a bunch a of weight, you wouldn't mind it. I Even when I was... Even when I had lost all that weight, I really didn't like summer, real hot days. It doesn't be real hot. Just never did. I just still don't. You get in the nineties. I don't care. Even when I was in good shape, I was not a fan of hot days. Oh, I am. But when I was in good shape, I didn't jiggle like Jello. You did not. I, I just keep giving you the visual. I know. <laughs> Nobody else just, gets. No one else sees it. And turbulence. They call like... it turbulence, man. You know what I felt like? I felt like I was in one of those old. Uh, Things from the 50s or 60s, whatever, where you stand up, put the belt around you, and it just shakes you oh, <laughs> to burn yeah. calories. Yeah, I actually found a video of a 1960s gym. Oh, nice. Where, like, guys are doing sit-ups and back squats and curls, and it's, like, super clean. Everybody's wearing white shorts. The short shorts, too. Yeah, the short yeah. shorts. Um, all the weights, like, the, the plates are white. Racist. It Everything's, like, this stark white against, like, a blue... And wood finish background. That's beautiful. It is gorgeous. We should, we should bring that back. I, we should. That aesthetic. But it had like the, it had that vibrating like, uh, <laughs> yeah. machine. Turbulence it, machine. Yeah. And it had the, like, there was just, you know, some guys doing sit ups. There was no, like, there was no real machines. It was just some free weights, the shaker machine and, a couple of places to do some sit-ups. Yeah. They didn't have as much back then. No, but it was much simpler and really the only stuff you need other than the vibrating machine. I don't know that that actually is proven to do anything. Other I think than it was proven that it doesn't do anything. That it gives you a headache. It just rustles your jimmies around. Yeah. But jiggles your jimmies. So, so this show, we don't have anything to drink. Nope. We are... This is a dry show. It is. I, had some I have water. Coffee and water. I, and I was drinking coffee on the way here. I have water right now. Yeah, so we're not doing anything today. That's not by design, really. If we yeah. had recorded yesterday, we'd have probably have something to drink. Probably. But, well, yeah, it's not by design, but if we have... Anyway, so the gym's starting a nutritional challenge. Um, it's just like the six-week deal. And Liz and I signed up for it. I gotta, I've got to get... I'm at 250 now. And I'm just, I am not eating a ton of junk food. I haven't really been anyway. I've been having a glass of whiskey or three every night. That'll do it. I don't know that that would actually do it. Um, cause it's only about an ounce pour. 
It's not it's it's sipping. And I'll sip yeah. on it for like thirty minutes and then I'll go pour another ounce, sip on that for thirty, forty well, minutes. According to Google, and each it gets, ounce has like a hundred calories. Yeah. It gets super watered down from the ice the, the ice sphere and so I don't I'm not it that may be some of it, but I don't know. But I it's think, not like it's not like I'm drinking like five ounces at a time and taking down half a bottle. Um but actually we do have something we could try. We take that? it back. So we got some rum. Oh yes. I D- just thought about that. Did you ask me if I got it yet? I have not. You have not. So we have that rum. Should we try a little bit of it? We can try a little bit just of it. Just enough to taste. And it's still gonna I still don't get it. I still have to take away a point because I had alcohol. Okay. Which kinda sucks because if it, if I had mouthwash, mouthwash has alcohol in it, but you, that wouldn't count. So well, you don't drink mouthwash usually. Well, you end up ingesting some of it. Yeah, some. But so I was like, well, what if I do like half ounce, like a half ounce sample? And I'll get I'll get a a proper answer later today when I go in for my weigh in. But like a half ounce sample, I wouldn't think should count towards losing a point throughout this challenge. I but if it if does, all you do is a half ounce. I don't. I that shouldn't. It shouldn't. I'm going to get the answer because later after I talk to Brandon. Um, but I can go get my bottle and pour you half. I'll pour you a glass. And then you tell me what you think because I've already had. I've already drank half the bottle. Okay. So. All right. We'll pause it up and we'll be right back. Let's take a minute here. All right. So I got you the rum. It's Kill Devil Rum from Outer Banks. Right. And our friend DJ got us each a bottle. I've drank half my bottle. See? All gone. Uh, I'm going to pour you some, and I brought you some ice just in case you want to put some ice in it as well. Right on. I am not going to have any. Okay. You've had it. You know what what you're looking at. So you can still kind of give your opinion on it. Yeah, I can still get my opinion on it. I had it. I drank. It was actually during the Nebraska game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... During that game, I actually sat and drank yes, half I a bottle. Messaging it, yeah. So and you were mixing it, right? I was. So I drank some straight, and then tried it with Coke, and mixed it with Coke because I like rum and Coke. I think that's a, a rum and Coke is good. Yeah, I like rum straight. Uh, certain rums I like straight. Other rums, yeah, need to it be depends. mixed. So you go ahead and you tell me what you think about that, and I'll give a little more information on this. So it is a rum. With pecans and honey, or pecans, pecans, peckins, peckins, and honey, 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 honey. Uh, depending on how you want to pronounce that, the bottle is kind of cool. It's it almost looks like a Buffalo Trace bottle. Uh, no, it looks like a standard bottle, but it is endowed with the Kill Devil logo on it, which is some sails and a sunken ship. Um, this is forty percent, so eighty proof. Um, and it's distilled and bottled in Outer Banks. So you're taking a sip of this. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? It on the nose, very clear rum smell. Yes, it's exactly what any rum should smell like. Um, got a good aroma, a little bit of bite on the nose, mm-hmm. um, but a good rum sweetness to it. Yeah, I'm taking a sniff, a sniff off the uh, out, right out of the bottle. Out of the bottle. A, a next sniff. So the first one, after because I obviously I corked it after I yeah. poured. So that first initial smell 
is straight rum. Yeah. The I second mean, it hits, one it hits hard. Yeah, the second the second sniff, I get honey and I get that I get pecans, but it's almost like that pecan skin. You know, the the little the brown skin you get on like uh peanuts and shit when you shuck a peanut. Yeah. I almost get that smell. Yeah, I don't know that I pick up any of the any of the pecan. I get and and the, I get a little bit of the pecan, but it's it's heavily, heavily. I get honey and rum, rum and honey. Yeah, but it, it, to me, more than anything, if somebody said smell this, what is it? All I would say is rum. Right. Uh, it smells like it'd be a great mixer. On the taste, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure what I feel. The first one, uh, I took a little sip and just went ahead and drank it, just like you would. Right. If you were enjoying it. Something you liked. Uh, and I got a little bit of chest burn. Again, not a bad thing. It's just I felt it going down. I'm surprised this is only 80 proof. It's only 80 proof. So you're not sure what you think about on the taste of this thing. So There I like it. There I got honey and sweet tea kind of taste and a little, little, little bit of nuttiness. Okay. So I am not necessarily a fan of this. That's right. where I'm at. So, And I was, I was drinking. I drank half a bottle, but... I also mixed it with two liters of Coke. Um, I drank two liters of Coke and took this down. It was more Coke than rum by the end of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sent you and D, DJ a message. I'm like, I don't know what I thought. I'm not sure. I'm still drinking it. <laughs> don't know what I think, but I drank half a bottle. Don't know what I think, but I literally drank half a bottle of it. I've decided that I'm not. It's good. I don't like pecans. Okay. So, and I think that may be, excuse me, affecting the flavor for me. Because I love rum. I love a good rum. Yeah. Um, But I'm not a pecan person. But I've decided to give it a try anyway. I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll spend the money on it. Um, I think my one response was, you said, keep trying. I believe in you. And I said, I'm choking it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm choking it down. So Half a bottle. It, I, it, it, it's good. Yeah. It's just not my thing. And it was cheap, as I recall. I it was about 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Um, okay, so not cheap, but well, affordable. I mean, it's, it's not off the charts. Like we no. paid sixty or eighty bucks for it. No, but most rums aren't super expensive anyway. Right, and I I like a good rum too. Um, pirate rum. Mm-hmm. I like Kraken. Uh, Kraken's a good one. Um, you know what I the like? Mount Gay. The Mount Gay. Mount Gay Black. The was Black really Barrel. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. To That's me. amazing. That's like probably my favorite rum. That may be my go-to the next time I'm down south. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. want rum and cokes. I'm just gonna I'm gonna see if I can find that. Get that, yeah. Um, and I've never mixed that. I just only sipped on that neat. I've only sipped or on neat, rocks. but I like I it, um, for me mixing it just prolongs how long that bottle's gonna last. Oh yeah, for sure. Or my drinking throughout the day. Right. I was gonna say it also slows, pumps the brakes on how much <laughs> you're consuming. Um, but uh, I used to, you know, Captain and Coke was my thing for the longest time. Like when I was younger, yeah. that was just all I drink. That's it. Um, and it's still not bad. Captain's fine, but Captain also has, or had, I don't know if they still do, had one called Captain Tattoo. That I was a black bottle. I think they still have that. They might. It's a little bit sweeter, as I recall. I really like that one. That's kind of like cracking to me. Okay. Um, yeah, I like, I like, yeah, I like, I like a good rum. But I, I like a good rum. This. Don't get the Parrot Bay. That's not Oh, God, rum. no. <laughs> that is God, gas station no. swill. That's gross. Um, this, I think I would like it if it didn't have the pecan in it. And I think that's affecting the flavor for me. Um, totally different on the rocks. So yeah, it, like a complete change. This if tastes you get like it, a sweet tea now. If you get it in Coke, it's a completely different flavor there too. Because I tried it all three ways. Yeah. 
I you know I I gave it its justice while I was watching the game. I tried it on the rocks. I tried it neat, and I tried it mixed with coke, and I just wasn't a huge fan anyway of it. Like it it got to the point where I was pouring, you know, an ounce to ten ounces of coke. Yeah, like it just wasn't even. I was just drinking coke at that point. Yeah, with with a little with a hint of rum flavoring. Um, I can't recommend this. I don't. I would say for thirty bucks, there's about five other rums I'd recommend without even thinking twice. Yeah, like not even trying to think of a rum to recommend. I will continue to drink this. I will finish the bottle. Yeah, it's not terrible. Or I'll give it away as a white elephant gift. Right. Sorry, DJ. Um, but it's just not something. I'll it's not it something this I way. like. Yeah, I would not go to the Outer Banks to get this for sure. Like this isn't but good to, enough for me to travel for. No, but if you're down there and you want to give it a try. It's a good mixer. It's a good mi- I mean, it But honestly, I'm going to I would put this on the shelf next to a, a Captain or a Sailor Jerry even. Yeah, a lower end rum. Unfortunately, yeah. I think it's so. It's not cuz Sailor Jerry is not terrible if you're mixing just if if you're just wanting cheap mixed drinks. Yeah. That's a knockoff Captain, get that. Yeah, get that. If you don't care about taste, if you don't, you know. Right. I would put this somewhere between like the Sailor Jerry and the Captain Morgans. And yeah, for thirty bucks a bottle. Like I, I think the novelty is it's good packaging. Yeah, it's it's and it's distilled and bottled there in the Outer Banks, so it's, it's kind of got it's that a local. whole allure to it. Yeah, it's local, right? But you know, rating wise, I'm going to say one and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say one. I'm not going to put it down on the level of Kentucky Tavern or something. No, 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 no. It's, it's not that. I would I'm, say I'm, if you're looking to try something that's local and you're in the Outer Banks, go for it. It's only thirty bucks, but I'm giving it a two. Okay. I'm giving it a two. So if it's, you know, it. I guess I just described it too, didn't I? Because I said you did. try it. Okay. Yeah. So we're at two then. So I'm, I'm giving it a two. I did say like, to try it. If, you, if you're down there, you know, and you like rum and you like pecans, give it a, sh- give it a shot. I still don't get the pecans that much. You I do. Don't, I smell it. I don't, I didn't. Don't really it, taste it. Well, I, I, I don't taste it, but I know that it's affecting the taste because it doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste like a rum. Honestly, on the I poured what you, what you poured me. I took a couple sips out of, it and then put the rest on the ice and let it kind of melt a little. It just tastes like a alcoholic sweet tea to me at this point. A honey sweet tea. Yeah, see, I didn't get the sweet tea part, but which is fine. I mean, it's it is what it is. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's not great. Like we're gonna, you know, we'll give you our opinion on what we think something is, and we obviously both bought a bottle, so yeah. I mean, you know, it, to try it, um, try it once. Maybe you love it. Yeah. And Maybe you agree with us, and it's just a mixer. And Who knows? I mean, but we're just two fucking morons anyway that are sitting here Being giving dumb. our opinion. Um, so, all right, enough of the Kill Devil. Um, I also took, and uh, I had an Eagle Rare bottle. Yep. I had actually had about three years' worth of empties that I gave away. Yeah, in um, some you put at the end of the driveway at one point. Well, no, I didn't put any empty bottles at the end oh, of the driveway. Okay. That was just all glass. That was all barware. Oh, that's right. That I put at the end of the driveway. Um, but I put I, I took all my empties to a friend of mine. A friend a friend of a friend does uh candles. And right. they use liquor bottles to, and wine bottles and everything to do, to make candles out of them. So I took them a huge box of bottles. That box probably had to weigh sixty pounds with all the empties in it. I believe it. Um took it down to them. They're like, Oh great. I said, I have one request. If I can I get you to cut this bottle into a glass for me. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that, no problem, no problem. So I had an Eagle Rare bottle, and I gave it to him. 
and they cut it into a rocks glass for me. Yeah. So it's one star above the eagles, you know, the one that's just above the eagle. That's where they cut it at. They could not get, like, the paint and shit off the back. Yeah. Because it's kind of etched in. But. I like it. I like it. I have another rocks glass. And I've taken them also another bottle. So I've taken, I took, taken, tooken, shooken. Tacken. Tacken. Um, I took some more bottles over to my buddy to give to them. But I had a Delirious Tremens bottle. So Delirious Tremens a beer. Okay, I was going to say, I don't okay. know anything about that. It's it's a beer. It's got a little pink elephant on it. And it's stupid expensive. Like, a four-pack is about $30, which is absurd. That's, yeah, that's pretty pricey. That's pretty pricey. I won't even pay that. You're talking seven fifty a beer? Yeah. Uh, no, maybe it's more than that then. Yeah, that'd only be seven fifty a beer. Yeah, that'd be seven fifty a beer. So I either way I won't. So you'll that. pay more than that for a Bud Light at a ball stadium or yeah. a concert. So I, I but I bought a one. I think it was a one liter bottle for eleven bucks. So the, I think the price kind of equal. It was a, it anyway. The way pricing. I figured out, the, I figured it out. Whatever. But it's got this stone finish on the bottle, so it's a brown bottle. Okay. And then it's been dipped in some stone finish, so the whole bottle is interesting. Stone, and then you just slap a little. Uh, ink label or a, a printed label on it that you can just peel off. Yeah. So I took that over to them and asked if they can do that as if if he can cut that for me as well. So they're going to cut that one, but they're going to cut it higher so it's more of a tall boy nice. style glass. So that'll be cool. More Once like a beer glass. Yeah, more like a beer glass. So I got a rocks glass. I have a whiskey bottle. I'm getting a taller beer glass out of a beer bottle. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Very cool. Very cool. So, we should get. I, you know what I want to do? I want to get. Glasses made out of bottles that I shouldn't, like cheap ones and things that you shouldn't care about. Like porn? With porn images on? No. Things you shouldn't? Like <laughs> I mean, like cheap Dildo-shaped whiskey. bottles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought you were talking about like dildo-shaped bottles. No, because Eagle Rare, that makes such a nice glass. It's got the Eagle etched on it. Yeah. It looks all pretty. I want to get one that's like complete trash. People do that. Just well, the, usually that the ones that are complete trash come in plastic bottles anyway. Or the problem is the stickers will fall off the label. Yeah. So then you just so have a glass. It's not imprinted, and then you have a square glass that with no label oh, on it. Oh, never mind. That won't work. Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, you can still cut a plastic bottle in half and drink out of it. <laughs> People look at you funny, and the glass may collapse under the weight of the water. It's just a plastic handle, and you're sitting there. Use it for a cereal bowl. Yeah. It's fine. But, yeah, so, and then... I mean, I I really haven't been doing a whole lot other than I did a lot of fishing. Yeah. Even like I I went I tried to go out almost every day a couple weeks ago, and it was cold as shit. Lost a couple lures because of snagging in a tree. I literally snagged twenty foot up in a tree. Don't do that. Yeah, no shit. And I tried to get it out. In the, Fish are not in trees. I was going for the birds. I was going to oh. use the bird as bait. You get like a dove or something, man. I'll just eat the dove. I was going for like a sparrow. Something a, a largemouth could get its mouth around. <laughs> just cast out a bird. Yeah. Um, you go to cast and it just starts flying across the lake. <laughs> be like, like you fishing? Nope. Out here walking my bird. I'm birding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I lost a couple lures. and But now it's hunting season. So now I'm getting into, yeah. I, I've been trying to, I keep fucking around with my crossbow and I need to stop. Like, I had it zeroed in perfect for 20 yards. And I'm like, well, no, I want to be at 30 yards. Yeah. It can't reach 30 yards. <laughs> like, 
aim up a little. It, no, it doesn't work. Like I have tried to, I have set the sight. Like it's got a scope on it, and it's probably like a twenty yard scope. I mean, it's not it's not great, but I've set the you know I've just done the scope. I got it dead center, left right. But I'm like, all right, I'm going out thirty yards. And I'll shoot, and then right before it hits the bag, right into the ground, buries it into the ground. So aim up higher. I did, and adjusted the scope. It's got to be able to reach 30 yards. And it can reach 30 yards. It's more of an accuracy thing. <laughs> You're going to hit the hit a deer in the top of its back, like straight down there. Yeah, it's going to drop down. And... It's going to make right down. But so I'm going to have to reset. I'm trying to reset it now back to 20 yards, get it set to 20 yards, and then I have to start firing with broadheads. Yeah. So that I can make sure the broadheads are flying properly. So I tried that at 23 yards. Had some fixed blade broadheads. Holy shit, nothing flies straight. That Weird. fixed blade broadhead, like one went way left and like got stuck in the side of this foam block I have. The other one went and dove down in front of the uh right in front of the, the block. And the other one was going great. Like I watched it through the site, it went great, and then all of a sudden it just curved up into the right. And I don't know where the hell it went. Up into the right. Well, I can't find it in the yard. You would think that it would just come down and kind of stick into the ground. No, yeah, they, they vanish. It disappeared. So now I'm trying to find two nice. arrows out in my yard. One potentially has a broadhead on it still that the girls could, you know, cut their foot on. Yeah, that, I was going to say that could be bad. So now I'm trying to find these damn broadheads. Oh, you'll find it with your mower tire next year. Well, I'm trying to find. I'll, I'll, no, 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 no. I'm going to take the mower out probably end of next week when it's nice out. And I'm going to mow it down to two inches. Look, mow it down to. One and a half inches look until I find the arrows. Yeah. They got to be buried right there in the grass somewhere. They can't be too far. Maybe 20 yards past the, the target. Yeah. I mean, if you're aiming down at a target, yeah. it's not like they went flying into the cornfield. No, but that one just kind of, it went up and over. Went and haywire. And I'm just like, shit. So, lesson learned. Don't use broadheads. Use mechanical broadheads, not fixies. Unless you're bow hunting. Crossbows. No buenos. No, yeah, I've never used those on my crossbow, just the, the mechanical ones. I have a set right there. I think that's the exact same kind I use. Rage. That's what Derek told me to pick up. Yeah, I believe so. So I got the, the Rage for crossbows. So I'm excited. I need to come out here and get a deer on your land. I need to get a deer on my land, too. Well, yeah. So I, I did find out, also, just for anybody who's interested... Um, so I got my license. I don't think... I may have read it wrong. So if you own land... I believe you can tag a deer without a license, up to six, as a homeowner. Up to six? You can tag six landowner tags. Huh. So I can tag six deer if I pull them all off my property. Great. Then I can tag two more with Ohio tags. Huh. Great. I then I can tag two more during gun season. Great. Now I'm at 10 deer this year that I could tag potentially. Oh, and then there's muzzle loader season. I think I can tag two more. But you, do you have a muzzle loader? Fuck, yes, I do. So what would you use during gun season? Shotgun? Yeah, I got I got two. I got a 12-gauge uh, shotgun and a 12-gauge or 16-gauge shotgun and 16-gauge rifle. It's a 16-gauge gauge rifle? Yep. I'll show you after the show. It's straight wall? Yep. Hey, there you go. Never seen it's, one of them. My dad used it for... He would take two guns with him when we go hunting. He take it cracks open so it only accepts one shell. So you take that, load one into that, 
and he'd load six or seven into the shotgun, and we'd just walk through the. I I carry the the shotgun on my back. He carried the rifle. If he missed with the rifle, grab the shotgun and. So that way he didn't have to try to he because he preferred to shoot with the so rifle. So then I could also get two on your land. Not if I tag six. Yeah, but I'm an Ohio guy. Oh. You just get permission to. Yeah. So dude, we can we can get like a dozen deer off your property. More than that. Let's go. It, like a super baker's dozen. A super ooh. Because I'm like, I'm at twelve. Donuts. I'm at twelve. I need I don't I need to check the muzzle loader, but I'm at twelve with the muzzle loader. Well, you're at six on the land. Six. Two with archery. Two. Two with gun. Two with ten, loader. Twelve. Yeah. And then if you pick off two. Fourteen. That's fourteen. So now I'm at Super Baker's Dozen. Because Baker's Dozen's Dude, let's fill some freezers. I'd, let's go. But I haven't. So the problem is right now, there's still corn. And the deer will not come around yeah. when the corn is up. Of course, yeah. Well, so, they're at a buffet. They're not going to come over and eat like popcorn at your place. No, but I would have to get permission. I don't know who owns the land. Easy to find out. Um, just north of me on Winchester Road, there's a bean field right now. Huge buck right by the road, just kind of standing there looking around. Yeah. As we drove by yesterday, and then up popped a nice sized doe who was laying right beside him. And they just kind of walked off. A doe is a deer, a female deer. Yeah, it is. And they taste good. That's all I want. I've, I've got a cousin that he's always like, he'd be in his. Down Southern Ohio, distant cousin, but he'd put on Facebook pictures or videos from his stand mm-hmm. of all these does. Like, they'd walk right under him. Yeah. Three, four does go by, he'd let him go. Because he like, wants well, the buck. He goes, it's all about the rack. I said, screw the rack. I want the meat. I don't eat the rack. Like, a rack would be cool. Yeah, we have a rack right there. Yeah. Well, In like, our studio. You know, if I get like a 12-point or an 18-point buck. Cool. I'd have that shit mounted. I would, too. It'd be in a right above your head. Yeah, in a heartbeat, I would. Um, that'd be cool, but I primarily want the meat. Yeah. So I'll take a good sized doe. I will too, and that's what I told my buddy. He's like, "Seen a lot of does." I'm like, "Does got meat? Yeah, eat it. I'll eat it." So everybody wants to post pictures. Like my buddy uh, Rick lives in Pennsylvania, uh, has lived in Ohio in the past, but his brother still lives here and stuff. So he comes here and hunts. Yeah, and he tries to get as many as he can, one or two, however many he's allowed to in Ohio, and then he goes back to Pennsylvania and hunts there too. I think he's. I think. I think he's two. I think I think, so. I think it's just two across the board, even if you're out of state. But out of state has to pay an exuberant amount of money for a license. Yeah, but he gets one every year in Ohio. That's he got like a th- 12 or 14 point or something. Well, so if he I, got a good-sized deer, so yeah. it's worth it to him. And then in Pennsylvania, he can hunt with whatever he wants, any kind of rifle, any kind of, you know. Yeah, there's so, a little more lax on there. Like, yeah. ours have to be straight wall. We couldn't, like, not that I would shoot with an AR because a two-tooth... Two two three or five five six really wouldn't do a ton ah, of damage. You hit it in the lungs, it'll work. All well, it's got to do is poke a hole. I know, but I've seen a doe or a, a buck drop. Let me let me phrase this from a twenty two shot one mile away to the eyeball. Not a mile away, and not a twenty two, but oh. a twenty two two fifty dropped a buck where it stood. So it's all if about the shot placement. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you hit it, right. <laughs> all about the shot placement. But uh, no, if I if I was going to use a rifle right now, Dad's got a two seventy bolt action. Mm-hmm. I'd use that. I, that would drop. Oh yeah, that'll take care of it. It'd be fine. Um, I want to use. I mean, you could use an AR. You I could. Think, I mean, I you could. I don't. I don't. But it wouldn't be preferable. I don't think. No. 
No, no, really. But anyway, just yeah. pop off thirty rounds right into it. <laughs> just unload. Just on that bump, just fire it. Bump, 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 bump. Just all right. It's dead. Tenderize the meat while you're at it. You know. Yeah. Put a little uh, gunpowder in there for seasoning. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be perfect. It's fine. No big deal. Grind it up. Grind that portion up. Make some burgers out of it. Yeah. Ooh. Venison chili. Deer meatloaf. Mm, I'm getting hungry now. I haven't eaten yet. I haven't either. Oh, I lied. I had an egg sandwich on the way out. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't eaten yet. I've only had two cups of coffee. Jello. But, yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting out and trying to do some hunting. And I'm not in it for the sport of hunting. I'm in it for the meat of that's hunting. A, yeah, that's all I want. Like, so if I, if you know, if I have the opportunity to take down a big buck, great. If I just take two doe, great. I like big bucks. I cannot lie. Uh, you other hunters cannot deny. But if a doe walks in with an itty bitty waist, I ain't shooting it. In that round thing in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I think we've run out of momentum at this point. Yep, time to pump the brakes. Yeah. This, this plane's landing. All right. So and I'm a jiggling. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Insta, Google, Tweetstagram. Um, like, share, and subscribe. I mean, no one's really doing that anymore. Our numbers are actually down from normal, I think, last week's I show. I don't even look. <laughs> I think last week's show really put some people off. What was last week's show? <laughs> That's the one where we talked about... Um, uh, names for genitalia. We just oh. kicked off the show with that. Oh, just, yeah, you ruined that show. Yeah, that was all you. Straight downhill. I forgot awful. about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm Martel. He's Randy. We're out. Peace. Peace.